listening to Created Podcast, and we're your hosts, Amanda, Taffy, and Emily. Every week, we'll take a deep dive into the topic of worth and identity, and how by discovering more of who God is, we can discover more of who we are created to be. No matter if you're a lifelong Christ follower, new to the faith, exploring, or skeptical, our hope as we tackle discussions around this topic is that you will find we're all not too different in our struggles. We believe there is hope, clarity, and confidence in understanding our worth and identity. Welcome everyone to the Created Podcast. I am Taffy and this week we have Amanda and Emily joining us. So this week you have all three of us. Um, This is our fifth episode and we will be talking about transitioning through seasons while being secure in who God has created us to be. So how this actually came about is that this week Amanda and myself were talking to a friend of ours and... it's so funny because it just so happened that they were going through a transition and then we got talking about our different transition stories and just you know moving from one season to another but what we found that as we were having this conversation is the core of it was our identities were being attacked in whatever season and whatever was happening we found that we started questioning who we were what our worth was what you know what is our value who has god called us to be but in that as we were encouraging our friend we kept on saying what has God said? He is constant. His character is constant. You know, like his nature is constant. Are you basing it on that or are you basing it on the craziness of seasons? So all of us have gone through transitions, whether it's been a new job, even during COVID there. Okay. COVID was just a crazy transition. I don't even think we were prepared for that kind of transition. That one smacked us across the face and we were like, what? I I don't have a job to go to. Who am I? You know? So a lot of our um, assignments were changed and, Um, Amanda touched a bit about this in our last episode about not confusing our identity and assignments. So assignments are the seasons in which we go through, but our identity stays solid. So the assignments change, but our identity stays solid. So this week, what we're going to do is we're going to be looking at Psalm 23 and we're going to go through Psalm 23, just dig deep into it. And actually be asking wisdom from the Lord. How do we walk out our transition season where we hold on to identity and we don't let assignments dictate who we are? So if you have your Bibles where you are, please turn to your Bibles to Psalm 23. But if you are driving, if you are running, that is not going to be possible because we want you to stay on the road. So you just have to listen to my voice as I read Psalm 23 to you. All right. So Psalm 23 um, says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's amazing. You can just read that and just be like, Jesus, come 
I think I know who I am. But the reality is a lot of the times when we're going through these seasons, that is not what we're thinking about. We are not thinking about Psalm 23. We are thinking about freak out, freak out. How am I going to make it um, to the next season that I'm about to come into? So for this episode, we're actually only just going to look at verses one to four. And in that, we're going to look at what does it mean to have the Lord leading us through this transition and how do we stay rooted to the identity of who he has called us to do. So what actually happens in life is that we don't go through the order of verses one to four. We in our lives go through verses four, then we go to verse one, then somewhere along the line, we find ourselves in verse two and three. So verse four, we go through, we walk through that valley and we freak out, you know, and then we go to verse one and then we call unto the Lord, like, Lord, help us be my shepherd through this time. And somewhere along the line, we're like, oh, by the way, maybe I should be putting into practice verses two to three, where it says, then somewhere along the line, we find peace in him and we rest in him. But that is not what God is calling us to do. God is calling us to be with him, to say, you are my shepherd. So we are reminded of identity. We are reminded of who we are in Christ. Then he wants us to find peace in him, rest in him. With the chaos that's happening, with things where you need answers, he's asking you to rest in him. So that as you walk through this valley, you know who you are. You know who God has called you to be. And though things may be different, although you may be walking into a whole different work situation with different positions, or you are transitioning from um, having been working from nine to five and you're becoming a mom, whatever that transition looks like in your life, God is saying, you're going to walk through it, but you're going to know who you are, even if the assignment looks different. So we're going to go through those verses and unpack that. And yeah, what does that look like for us, Emily? So I'm going to take us just to verse one. First of all, we're going to start just figuring out and diving into what is a shepherd. And it says, verse one says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So we don't see shepherds a ton in today's day. So I just wanted to go back and kind of really look at what was a shepherd back then. So the shepherd was in charge of all of the sheep. Sheep 100% relied on the shepherd. They could not survive without the shepherd. The shepherd led them to green pastures so that they could have food. He kept them safe from predators. He, even if one was tiny bit going off of the way, he would pull him back um, with his staff. And just to rest in that right now, as we kind of dive into the transition period, knowing that we have the shepherd guiding us along the way just can bring us so much peace, knowing that he sustains us even when we tend to sway or forget the direction that we're going. Uh, We were kind of laughing before this and talking about how sheep are such fickle creatures. Like they're, they're not known to be the smartest of the animals in the animal kingdom. But how beautiful is it that God says he is our shepherd and we are the sheep. And yet in that, like so lovingly takes care of us and guides us through what we need, even though 
we tend to stray. And even though we wander and we go through these times in life where, yep, we are on the path. We are following the shepherd. We are in line with, you know, what he wants. And then there are times when, you know, oh, there seems to be something good over in this area. And yet he is so just faithful to bring us back to the herd. So I think as we go through and talk about this transition period, just remembering that we have the shepherd there with us. He's always there. He's constant. He's It's a 24-7 job. He does not leave his sheep ever. And just remembering that we can solely rely on the shepherd just as the sheep do in the fields. And I think a beautiful picture of this and like, all throughout the Bible, it talks about how Jesus is our shepherd, but specifically John 10, 11 says, Jesus is the good shepherd and he lays down his life for the sheep. And that just brings me so much comfort knowing that Jesus is our shepherd and he paid the ultimate sacrifice for us taking death on the cross. And I can put all of my hope and comfort into him knowing that he is the good shepherd and he's the one guiding me and that I can rest 100% in those times of transition, knowing that he is the one that I'm following and that I can confidently go in the direction that he is calling me into. That's so good. And we're, even when we look at those transition times, um, one of the things we were talking about was that actually this can be applied to your life all the time. Like you don't have to wait for a time where you're transitioning even when things are going great, it's good to just really stop, take some stock and just be like, all right, I need to just be asking myself, am I rooted in my assignment or am I rooted in the identity of who Christ has called us to do? Before we get to the end where we're transitioning from one season to another and we start to freak out and we're like, oh my goodness, what is going on? Who am I? Um, so, you know, we're just going to jump from that verse one and we're going to go to verse four. And verse four actually talks about, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. When we're walking through that season, or even when you come to the realization that, oh, okay, all right, I have become so involved in what I do that that is what defines me. That if today that was taken away from me, I don't know who I am. And a lot of us found our, ourselves in those situations, especially when COVID happened and we couldn't do the things that we usually do. Who are you when you can't hang out with your friends every single day? Are you still a good friend? Who are you when you can't have people come over to your house and you host them for different events? Are you still a friend that is valued? You know, who are you when you can't go into the office and do the tasks that you do from Monday to Friday? But, you know, let's let's even scale it back to when you're in the church as, as a pastor, as a worship leader, or maybe not even that, even just doing certain things within the church. Who are you in Christ? when you can't do, when you couldn't do those things during COVID. And a lot of people had to question, is my identity in Christ or is it in the value and the worth of the things that I do? And those are the assignments that we talk about. So as you're walking through this valley, as you're going through this, this transition time, we need to be asking ourselves, where am I in this? Am I rooted in who God calls me to be? 
or am I rooted in what I can do? The task, the, the title that is given towards me. One really good friend of mine said, and um, this is actually my beginning season in 2015 when I went to YWAM. And I was so excited because I had been full on working. I'd been full on involved in church. And when I got to YWAM, I said, yay, nobody knows me. Nobody knows I'm a leader. I'm just going to be an average everyday person. Hmm. Well, that didn't quite happen. On the first day, I was called out to pr say a prayer. And I was like, really? Out of 65 people, I am the person you want to choose. You don't even know who I am. Why do you think I am the person who should be praying for this great multitude of people? And a week later, I was speaking to my friend who's actually a life coach. And she said, Taffy, I told you, it doesn't matter where you go. You don't need a position to be a leader. You naturally are a leader. So these are some of those things of whether you have a position for something or don't have a position for something, are, is your identity rooted in God? Are you staying close to who he has called you to be? So um, I know I've been talking a bit about assignments and, I, and identity, and we spoke a bit about that in episode five. But um, Amanda, would you want to unpack a bit of where you came across that? Because it was my first time hearing this whole thing about assignments and identity. Yes. I mean, like a lot of the wisdom we have or share, we have received it from other people in our life and or people that we listen to. And it was actually... Um, one of our favorite resources, even uh, between us, uh, the three of us, um, is the ministry called Better Together. And it's a little TV, not little, it's a TV ministry. And um, anyways, they always have these incredible women who are kind of pillars within the Christian community come on and just talk about different things. And Havilah Cunningham had specifically talked about this. And it just radically changed my perspective Um when it comes to, and I don't want to, you know, reiterate or, or go over again, kind of, uh, Taffy did it just so beautifully, but knowing that, you know, as we always, no matter what in our life, we will always face transition. Like she kind of jokes, we will put it in our resources as well. I'll link the video. It's, um, I'll just take the clip out of it. Um, it's just like five minutes or something, but she jokes too. She's like, I would never want to go back to my twenties, but I had a different assignment then that I do now. And like, even being, whether that is your job, your friends, your, you know, being a sister, a mom, a wife, any of those things, those are all assignments or you're gifting in, um, you know, being a photographer in one season and then changing careers and doing something else. You know, it, those things always change, but um, it's often when we come out of those seasons and out of that transition, it's like, oh no, <laughs> like, what do I do? I don't know who I am. Um, but yeah, just, just finding that foundation and knowing, you know, who you are doesn't change in any of those areas or any of those seasons. So that was just like a, a really radical and that's kind of all I'll say on that because she does a great job. So definitely go and check out her resources for that because, um, yeah, it was, it was helpful. Definitely helps put perspective in the things that we walk through to, to actually help us stand on solid ground. So, so good. Um, so the question is that, are you walking through the valley? Um, as you're walking through the valley, I mean, who are you placing your identity on? Are you placing it on your assignment or who God has called you to? 
Um, another another really interesting part is as you come to the end of verse four, it talks about in it says your rod and your staff they comfort me. Um, so as you're looking at the rod and the staff and how it comforts you, um, I looked at it and I just thought, oh, okay, rod staff. Okay, what does that have to do with the comfort of the Lord? But it actually comes to um, it actually comes back to the identity part of things of having the shepherd being the one who is guiding us and showing us how to do things. So, um, yeah, Emily, you actually did a really good research on this. And as you were explaining it to us, I thought, oh, my goodness, it actually makes sense why they would why this part would have been would have said rod and staff and how it's comforting um, us. So go for so, it doing a little research into what the rod and the staff were actually used for. The rod was used as a disciplinary or a protective device for the sheep. So the shepherd would use it against the sheep's head to kind of direct it or get it away from something that was going to be harmful to it and or use it against other predators that were coming in to harm the sheep. Um, And then he also has the staff, which is We often see that as a symbol in the Christian community, but that is the long hook looking thing that the shepherd used to direct the sheep, to guide them, to bring them together, to kind of corral them in the direction that he wanted them to go. So we were like, in looking at that and looking at it in regards to this verse, those two tools, even in the discipline aspect of it, when it comes from a loving God, discipline and guidance and direction are things that can just bring us through and give us so much peace and rest in the times that we feel like we're going through transition, that we have no idea that we're in the valley, that we're kind of figuring out where we need to go. We can really rely on those things and have peace knowing that God uses those things to help us. So yeah, I know that man, you really relate to the peace part. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's just such a beautiful picture too. It's so descriptive, Psalms 23, and I think that um, we look at 2 and 3, and it says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And just that idea, like Emily was saying, he need like the shepherd needs the rod and the staff to lead and to guide. And he shows us here where he leads and guides us to. And oftentimes... Taffy had mentioned before, we do not uh, practice this super well. We kind of like scramble for the peace after we've kind of freaked out and then are crying out to the Lord. And then we're like, I don't have any peace in my life. Um, But just as we kind of look at this and practice how these verses were structured, one of my favorite things, it says, he makes me lie down (laughs) in green pastures. So potentially also using the rod to help lay down the sheep towards or rest where they're at um, and then leads me beside still waters. And we actually live on a lake and I was thinking about this this morning as well. It's just a very clear, gorgeous morning and there was just stillness across the water. And there's truly nothing more beautiful than just even seeing the reflection off of a still body of water uh, of creation around and um it it just made me think of my favorite psalm which psalm 23 is great but psalm 46 has been a real pillar in my life and it talks about uh just the first few verses it says god is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble therefore 
We will not fear, though the earth gives way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake in their surging. And it just really made me think of this picture. That's, I think, often how we feel in those transition seasons is like, it says, even though the waters roar and foam and the mountains quake in their surging, you know, that's that chaos that we kind of feel we're often in. And or if we've, like Taffy mentioned, misplaced our identity in um, in our assignment or in maybe that season. And when that's stripped, sometimes there there is a loss of identity if we've misplaced it because you really are losing something um, that wasn't maybe supposed to be. It's kind of like that quicksand. It is actually going <laughs> underneath your feet. But it's so clear because in that, in the first verse of 46 says he's a refuge and strength. And then just tying it back to Psalms 23, right? He makes me lay down in green pastures and he leads me beside still waters. Even when we feel like the waters are roaring and filming. And so I think that that is just such a beautiful picture that he gives us that um, just leaning into his direction, leaning into his rod and his staff in those ways that's where he brings us. And at the very end of Psalms 46, it says that, it says, be still and know that I'm God. I'll be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth. And I I love that that's a, a command and a promise. Also back up to verse two and three, right? It says, uh, he leaves me beside still waters. And also he makes me lie down. <laughs> like the command in 46 is be still. And uh, in verse two, it says, he makes me lie down. <laughs> there does come a point. I feel like sometimes the Lord is like, all right, you need to just rest and I will either sit you down or you need to know like that this command is true, but that you need to find rest. You need to come next to my still waters to be restored within your soul. And that's where our refreshment comes. And I think, uh, you know, just practicing that as we go through transitions instead of our instant reaction of freaking out, how do we find in the roaring foam and in like the earth shaking around us that verse 2 of 46 says therefore we will not fear which that therefore you we have to know that the beginning part we have to know that god is our good shepherd that god is the one who's leading us directing us that he is our refuge and our strength that he's the one that leads us to the still waters the promise at the end is that he will be exalted among all the nations, right? And it says that he leads me in passive righteousness for his name's sake. That's the end of verse, that's three, verse three in Psalms 23. I think those are the things that we just have to hang on to. That's what brings peace. That's what brings our comfort. And knowing that it's just hanging on to the character, those two, you know, verses are huge, but I love kind of how it's coupled in 46, just that reaffirming again and again. And we see it all throughout the Bible. His character is just reassured in every single area. And it's all over that we can just cling to the fact that he's good, a good, good father and a good shepherd. But that's our practice, right? Like instead of just quickly being tossed, it's hanging on to, okay, I I need to look to the shepherd to be directed to the still water, to be directed to have refreshment and restoring instead of being our fickle sheep (laughs) who are just like, woo, let's go over here. (laughs) Let's go over here. You know, Um, regardless, he's faithful. But I think that, you know, it's just looking at that promise. That's, that's how we sustain the peace of God 
is when we allow him to help us lay down and find that rest in the green pastures. So that's so good. Um, it makes me think about that rest part. And I think the reason why a lot of the times we run to it as our last resort is that as humans, we are not good at resting. <laughs> We're not good at it. We really are not. And I am guilty as charged and I am going through that journey and still continue to go to that journey. And I'm so thankful for women in my life that hold me accountable um, to that. And they actually have to go, hey, hey, Taffy, you're being a bit cranky over here. Um, maybe you need some rest, <laughs> you know, or, oh yeah, you, you're running yourself rugged and you need to take some time out and they don't stop there. They actually go, when are you doing it? Because I want to hold you accountable. When are you, when is this happening? When is this rest happening? And it's funny because, you know, even as Amanda was going through it, when you lie down, what can you do when you lie down? You literally can't do anything. You, when you're sitting, there is a lot you can do. As women, when we sit, we can do 5,000 things all at the same time. But when you're lying down, you literally can't do anything. You you have to rest. You just have to rest. Um, and, it's, and it's amazing that as we unpick scriptures, and for some of you, Psalm 23 is something that you have quoted since childhood. You have heard being read so many times, but for the ones that have just stumbled across it, I pray that today there is such a refreshment and a renewal about how God is so personal, about how he desires to do this journey with you, and that it doesn't matter what you're going through. Just the same way in, in um, Psalm 46 and verse 10, it goes, he says, be still and know that I am God. He is still reminding us again that he is sovereign above all else, that he is mighty king. There is nothing that happens on this earth that does not, like that surprises him. So if we have a God who is our shepherd guiding us, looking over us, is not shaken by all this craziness that's happening in our life, and he's telling us to be still and know who he is, reminding us who he is in our life, we need to take a page from that book and go, okay, it's crazy around me, but I have a God. I have a God who is greater than anything. I have a God who's going to walk me through it. And today I choose to rest in that. I may not know what tomorrow brings, but today I choose to rest in that. So as we're wrapping up this um, episode um, just want to remind us of the things that we have walked through that even as you're going through that transition period, you know, the change of assignments, let's be reminded. One, let's call on our shepherd to direct us and to remind us who we are in Christ. Two, let's resist, let's rest, not resist. No, you want to rest. You don't want to resist God. You want to rest in him. Let us rest in the knowledge of our identity in Christ, the one who has created us. And third, let's walk through that valley. And in that, let's stay rooted in Christ, not in the transition of the assignment, not in the things that are changing around us, but we walk through it in the confidence of who Christ has called us to, to be. So I hope that you're encouraged this week and this has helped you on your journey. Please stay around as we give you the challenge of the week and also the prayer challenge that you will have. 
Well, thanks everyone so much for joining us for episode five. Uh, just to leave you again, we always like to leave you with tools and helpful things that will be applicable in your own life and journey with the Lord. So um, just to help walk and take next steps towards God in this particular topic. Um, we know we covered a lot in how to, you know, seek Him to find rest, to uh, look at what it means to stay rooted, but kind of looking at that end part of staying rooted and um, into uh, actually verse three, which talks about he leads me in passive righteousness. The challenge this week is to actually study and look up what does righteousness mean and what uh, what does it look to actually lead a life of righteousness? And really that just means right standing with God. And purely his righteousness is without sin. But what does that look like? That's obviously not totally attainable for us here on this side of earth, but we can and continue to pursue looking like Christ as much as we can until we come to that day of full fruition in that in that gift. So if you don't really know where to start, I know I had mentioned this an episode or two back, but there's a few books in the Bible that specifically talk about wisdom and what it, wisdom and just what it means to actually walk in right standing with the Lord. And Proverbs is a great place to start to to understand and uh, have a, the Lord's perspective on what it looks like to have wisdom in life and that what does it look like to to lead towards um, just right standing with Him. So that could be a great place for you. Also, there's in the back of your Bible they have often have like the words and listed. You can go back there and look throughout the Bible to where it talks about righteousness. Uh, definitely look up study the definition and also if you guys ever want you can send us questions on our instagram too if you have questions about these things but that is your challenge to study righteousness this week to study what that means um and yeah that's the that's the weekly challenge so i've got the prayer challenge for us this week and that is just going to be reading Psalms 23 every day for you, whether that's waking up in the morning and it's the first thing you do um, before you go to bed. Just make it a part of your daily routine this week to read Psalms 23 over yourself. Just meditate on the words of Christ as you go throughout your day. So I am going to just pray for us today to close the episode, and we hope that you guys are encouraged, can take these tools with you this week, and just know how loved you are by our Creator. Dear God, I thank you for just being our shepherd, God, that we can rely on you, that we know that you are guiding us through the valleys, God, that even when we feel like we are wandering, God, that you are there guiding us, that your staff and your rod, they comfort us, God. And we just thank you for that you give us this comfort in your word, God, that your word is living and active, Lord, that it is there to comfort us in these times, God. May it be the first thing we run to. May you be the first thing we run to, God, when we feel like we are stuck in these seasons, God, that we would make it a habit in our lives so that when we come to these points, God, that it is already you who we are seeking in the midst of the valley, Lord. I praise you and I thank you for your goodness. I thank you that you created us in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to whatever platform you're listening on. You can find us at created.podcast on Instagram and also on our website, youarecreated.com. Hope you join us next week. But until then, don't forget, you are created.